0: Do you want more energy and less cravings? You might be on a blood sugar roller coaster. A lot of times when we're not balancing our blood sugar with the foods that we eat and the way we live our lives, we end up with lousy energy and those cravings to dig into candy or snacks throughout the day. Or maybe you need to work on lowering your blood sugar numbers. Maybe you've been to a doctor's appointment recently and you were told that you have elevated blood sugars or prediabetes. Or maybe you struggle with the inability to lose weight and body fat. At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters group. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters group, plus, you can try it out for free with a one week free trial. Join the April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge as we work to implement a new blood sugar balancing hack every week in April. The challenge begins on Monday, April 1st, 2024, and is a 30 day month long challenge. We will focus on a new habit each week to habit stack and create a better blood sugar balancing routine, focusing on more protein, veggies, vinegar, and movement. Each one of these hacks is designed to improve our metabolism, create better blood sugar balance, improved energy, reduce cravings, and work to lower overall blood sugar numbers to improve our blood work too. Join the challenge to have support and accountability with the other Goal Getters members along with guidance from your registered dietitian, me, Brittany. Join the blood sugar balancing challenge by joining the Goal Getters group with the link below in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian, nutritionist, and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever. Find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt. Learn how to create balanced meals and snacks and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Liberatore, your registered dietitian, nutritionist, and mindful eating dietitian. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the best ways to lower cholesterol levels. I was actually very motivated to... Create this podcast topic today because I just had a client of mine that I was working with who just shared with me their most recent cholesterol levels because that was r- the reason why he came to work with me and his numbers have improved dramatically. So I'll share more about that in a little bit, but I just wanted to break down for you really what my best approach is when it comes to lowering cholesterol levels. So It's actually not all about cutting back on your fat intake. I think that was the push for many years in the medical setting was, okay, you just need to go on a low-fat diet if you have cholesterol because having extra fat in your diet is going to raise the fat levels in your blood. But that's just not true. And it is actually more about quality of your fat intake versus how much of the fat that you're taking in. But just to kind of give you a general frame of reference for what my top recommendations are, there's a couple things that I like to focus on with my clients. First, it's increasing fiber intake overall. Next, it's reducing added sugar intake because we do know that the research is showing that consuming extra sugar and even in the forms of natural sugar like in carbohydrate products, um, having a lot of excess carbohydrates and sugar can actually lead to stored fat and raise our cholesterol levels. We also know that we should watch our alcohol intake overall and any excess alcohol can also be stored as fat. So those are really the main things. So as you probably just heard in my top three things to focus on is increasing fiber, watching extra added sugar, especially because we know sugar is super inflammatory for the body and that can impact cholesterol levels. Also watching alcohol. So yes, while fat is something that we take a look at in our dietary intake, I like to more so focus on what we're adding, which is fiber. So we'll break down some of the other things that are most helpful, but I just wanted to kind of show why um, fat isn't the most important thing because there's some other things that I think are very, very helpful in lowering cholesterol. So let's jump in. So one of the other things that we really want to look at is reducing trans fat intake. So yes, now we're talking about fat. So trans fat can be found in many foods, including fried foods like donuts and baked goods, like cakes, pie crust, biscuits, frozen pizza, cookies, crackers, stick margarine, and other spreads. However, products can be listed as zero grams of trans fat if they contain zero grams or less than point. 5 grams of trans fat per serving. You can spot trans fat by reading ingredient lists and looking for the ingredients referred to as partially hydrogenated oils. So these are the kinds of fat that are made in a lab and are added to products to give it a certain mouthfeel and texture. Trans fats have been shown in the research to increase LDL cholesterol levels and raise the risk of heart disease. So a lot of the foods that I mentioned are packaged and processed foods. So again, any time that you can try and make those things yourself at home, you're probably going to be able to use higher quality ingredients and therefore um, it should be should not contain trans fat. The next thing I do look at is um, the saturated fat intake in one of my clients' diets. So reducing saturated fat intake, we know, um, again, in the research has been shown to be helpful in lowering cholesterol levels, but it is not the only thing, which is why I didn't want to just focus on fat in general, but reducing saturated fat intake can be helpful. So we know that um, saturated fat is mostly found in red meat, cheese, fried foods, fast foods, baked goods, butter, and coconut oil. Saturated fats are actually the fats that are solid at room temperature and can and have been linked to increased cholesterol. So it's not like I focus on with clients like cutting out all of these things. We just talk about reducing and even making swaps. So what we would want to swap it for is we want to swap saturated fats for unsaturated fats. So unsaturated fats are going to be the fats that are liquid at room temperature, um, but it can also be found in nuts. So unsaturated fats, um, some of them are going to be higher in omega-3s, things like walnuts, chia seeds, ground flax seeds, fish like salmon, but also things like olive oil. So that would be kind of that liquid at room temperature thing that I mentioned, um, and also tuna. So um, we do want to just try and get more of unsaturated fats and fats that are going to be higher in omega 3s. Omega 3s are the nutrient that can help reduce inflammation. And, like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, inflammation, um, whether it's coming from dietary, um, like sugar or inflammatory fats, can actually raise cholesterol levels. The first really biggest thing that I love to focus on adding when it comes to lowering cholesterol levels is fiber. So we want to add fiber. We want to increase fiber. Most Americans and most people in general are not getting enough fiber in their diet um, because we don't eat enough plants. So we want to be aiming to have 30 grams of fiber per day for women and 40 grams of fiber per day for men. Fiber actually helps to clear out cholesterol from your system. It kind of acts as this like street sweeper through your blood vessels and can help reduce cholesterol levels. So... Again, the goal is to get 30 to 40 grams of fiber per day, or more, honestly, if you tolerate it. Um, And soluble, so there's two kinds of fiber. There's soluble fiber and insoluble fiber. So soluble fiber is um, the kind that is more um, able to reduce the absorption of cholesterol into your bloodstream. Soluble fiber is found in foods like oatmeal, kidney beans, black beans, lima beans, Brussels sprouts, carrots, flax seeds, and remember, we want to have ground flax seeds because those have been um ground flax seeds are the ones that your body can actually absorb nutrients of and flax seeds have specifically been linked in the research to lower cholesterol levels um Other sources of soluble fiber would be apples, pears, and avocados. So in order to reach those higher fiber amounts per day, my general recommendation is to eat three cups of non-starchy vegetables and two cups of fruit per day. So a cup is about the size of your fist. So think about one apple is like one cup. Another top tip for lowering your cholesterol is really to stay active. When we are able to get 60 minutes of physical activity or movement in per day, we are setting ourselves up for success to not have excess cholesterol. Um, Managing a healthy weight can be helpful, although I do believe in health at every size. And so, There are times where there are people in larger bodies that do not have cholesterol issues because they consume a very nutritious um, way of eating and they... Um, keep their body moving and are able to manage a healthy weight for them. Um, And so it isn't necessarily losing a certain number of weight or amount of weight to get you to lower cholesterol levels. But we do know that not um, consuming a lot of excess and extra food in general, again, when it comes to the sugar and different things that I already mentioned can help you to manage your weight naturally. We also know from the research that smoking and excess alcohol consumption can impact cholesterol levels, so you do also want to take that into consideration when it comes to lowering cholesterol. So if you are feeling overwhelmed with a high cholesterol diagnosis, maybe your doctor is even pushing you to start medication, I would love to help you. So first and foremost, you... Definitely want to have a conversation with your doctor. A lot of the clients that come and see me um, were given kind of a period of time by their doctor to say, Hey, you know, if you would like to make some lifestyle changes, if you want to try to do this kind of naturally by working on your nutrition and your movement and exercise, then why don't you try that? And then they come back, you know, within like three months and you can retest your levels to see kind of where you're at. And if we don't see improvements, then you know medication is kind of the next route option. So some individuals have um, genetic high cholesterol. So um, genetically speaking, high cholesterol may run in their family. They may have genes that put them at risk for higher cholesterol levels, regardless of weight and their um, nutrition intake. But there's usually always things that we can focus on when it comes to nutrition, with you know improving some parts of um, their intake to lower cholesterol levels and things like that. So. You know, it is important to look at all the lifestyle factors. And if you have the chance to try and work on your nutrition and movement first before starting any medication, that would be key. And, you know, any medication that we get on to manage our cholesterol levels, you're probably going to have to stay on for the long term unless you end up making other lifestyle changes. So I have helped so many of my clients either prevent from even getting on medication or they are able to get off medication that they were once taking because their levels are looking so good. So I know I kind of teased um, earlier that I just had a client who reached out to me who was sharing their huge win of lowering their cholesterol levels, and I just would love to share that with you. Um, he is someone who really was super consistent, and that's truthfully the key when it comes to achieving any improvements in health and nutrition is that you have to be consistent. But he had come to me with with really high cholesterol levels, um, with high LDL levels, and high triglyceride levels. So again, the total cholesterol, the LDL, and the triglycerides are all like kind of the lousy cholesterol numbers um, that we want to make sure are in normal range for our health. And so he actually went from having um, cholesterol level of 229, which the goal is to be less than 200, and he dropped that by almost 100 points and got that down to 121, so that was really huge. And then um, his LDL level, the goal is to be less than 100, and he was at 163, so definitely on the high side, and we dropped that again by like over 100 points, and he got down to 62 for his LDL. and then his triglycerides were um at one oh four, which um the goal is to be less than hundred, so that or less than one fifty, I apologize. Um triglycerides should be less than one fifty. Um his were one oh four, which was still definitely um, you know, on the higher rain level of normal, and he dropped those down to eighty eight. So just so awesome that you know, you can lower cholesterol, you know, with consistent and healthy eating habits and just not worry about having to take medication for the rest of your life and just kind of what side effects come along with taking medication in that way. So I... Hope that you found this information to be helpful today. Hope that you have some ways that you can incorporate some of these things that we talked about to manage cholesterol levels. Even if your cholesterol isn't high right now, it's always great to be on the side of prevention and to focus on what you can do to stop these types of conditions from coming on. So again, I hope you found this information to be very helpful today. And if you know someone who maybe has a hard time managing their cholesterol, has high cholesterol, and would be, um, would, it would be really helpful for them to know this information, I would love for you to share this episode with them so that they can hear some of these top tips as well. And thanks so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating, not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol. If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called The Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org, If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things, Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.